0: How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said.
1: Ain't that and a welcome to episode the- five of the bocce bros podcast. I'm Chris Lovell, and today we have all four bocce bros: Dante Lovell, Anthony Cugini, and Carmen Marinucci. No guests today, just because we wanted to open this episode up or start this episode with kind of a rundown of what our 2020 was like, uh, what some previous, or excuse me, recent bocce tournaments have looked like, and what the 2021 outlook uh, is going to be for us here as the bocce bros. Uh, guys, thanks for joining me tonight. Appreciate it. We're going to have yeah. a good one here. Carmen, I see you have the Browns jersey in the background. I'm still still yes, pretty... Sir butt hurt about that loss man that sucked
0: Uh, it hurt it definitely hurt no matter what anyone says you know we got far but it hurts
1: it does I was up in uh Cleveland actually for it I had to work Monday uh up there so I figured I'd stay the night at my college roommate's house and went out downtown thought we were gonna come back that second half and it was just a cruel prank but
0: yeah, yeah. hey, they almost, I mean, they sort of made a run, and then Mahomes went out. The chances of that happening are so slim, but couldn't get it done. A lot to look forward next year.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Chad Henney, of all people, to end it for the <laughs> Browns.
1: 14-yard run by Chad Henney. Some of the 90-year-olds we play against in Bocce can run faster than him.
2: probably throw better than him too that interception was
1: oh yeah definitely
0: (laughs) that play call to Tyreek I mean that was perfect for him anything more than that I don't know if he would have been able to do it
2: it's just also used to getting you uh having the same coach and quarterback for like two years is unbelievable and about to be well I guess this is the first year for Stefanski. But same quarterback for two years, first time in a long time, something to get used to, I guess.
1: Yeah, Baker's had a different offensive coordinator every year he's been in the league, and he's had, like, four different head coaches, so a lot of the flack he was getting was kind of annoying just because it's like, hey, guys, he hasn't had a coach, you know, longer than however many games. Like, let the guy... But, yeah, long story with the Browns, but we're happy that they're back somewhat. We'll see what happens next year. We don't want it to be a one-year thing, but they beat the Steelers. They had a nice record. They almost beat the Chiefs, so I'm I'm happy. That's for sure. And speaking of losses, <laughs> this past weekend was our first tournament that the Bocce Bros played as a team. Is that correct, guys? Yeah. Collectively. So
2: all four. All three of us have played on team before. Or three of us, I should say, three or four have played on team, but not
1: all four. Maybe the last time. We uh <laughs> <laughs> So it was at Mount Carmel in Louisville, Ohio. Louisville is a uh town located right next to Youngstown, Ohio. If you you know, if you if you're from Louisville, you're you say you're from Youngstown, similar to like the suburbs up in Cleveland or suburbs in Columbus. But it's a a pretty neat little town, Uh, a lot of Italian history there. They have one of the better Italian festivals uh, in Northeast Ohio, especially tournaments out there. They have one court outdoors, and then they have an indoor court. So when the festival occurs, they have two courts going on, and usually there's a bunch of people standing around them, and it's just a really good atmosphere. Well, these guys informed me that there was a tournament there last weekend, so we decided to team up finally and go. And we did not fare well. That's what I would say. Uh, and actually I actually have a few things I wanted to talk to you guys about. So in a lot of these tournaments, it's one ball per man. So you'll have four guys on each side, and each teammate gets one ball. And you have to strategize where your best man that can roll closest to a Pauline goes first. And then the guy that shoots the ball out best will go. He'll, he's considered what you call a first shooter. And then the next two guys are kind of your in-betweens. So that's what we are planning for in this tournament. And then right as we started the game, they told us it was two on two. So two on one side, two on the other side. Do you guys think that, not that that screwed up our strategy, but how, I guess my question is how important is understanding, you know, each person's strengths, understanding each person's role because for us, I feel like we all are pretty good rollers, but we're all good shooters too, and none of us are really comfortable in our position right now.
2: I think that of course it is very I think it's underrated of how important um, people realize like the chemistry part of Bocce is um, we had our whole mindset I mean our all of our tournaments are one man one ball, so like our whole mindset was like on the drive up to Youngstown who's going to go first. Like we all, we could all do whatever, you know, but it's just like, we're strategizing about it. And then we get there and as soon as we roll the Pauline, and that's what they told us. And so definitely, I think it was in our heads, but it's no excuse. I mean, we could all do whatever. I mean, I know we know that. It's just like we were expecting the other way the whole time.
0: Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's underrated both strategy and, um, just the chemistry of your team people don't realize that and you look at the uh you look at the older teams or the better teams that are in it in every tournament they're usually with the same four or a combination with maybe one or two switching in or out and they know each other's strengths sometimes they don't even really have to make calls they know what the call is going to be they know what the call should be they know if they're playing aggressive that day if they're not if they're mm-hmm. playing this team, they might be more aggressive than another team. Situational. There's so much that goes into it. Yeah. And I don't think we're there yet as a team. Like, uh, let's see, my my Youngstown team, we've been playing together three years now. And we're, we're not even there yet, but I'd say we're really, really close. Like, it, it gets to the point where for so long there would always be arguing of calls or miscommunications or things like that and last summer was the first time that we were finally everyone was on the same page we knew each other's weaknesses strengths mm-hmm. and it makes a huge difference just being comfortable too
2: yeah
1: anthony what do you think
3: i have some background noise here in a second. Um. <laughs> uh that's how i felt it was just sad um no i think um you know it definitely was a change of mindset right before, right when that polino was thrown so dante threw it and then like hold on what are you guys doing so then we kind of were like what do we do how do we break up um you know i think it's work to get all four of us together are really good i think we just have to figure out that that vibe of like you know, how we can change it up when we're playing in twos when we're playing in fours, who's going to roll, who's going to shoot. And, um, you know, I didn't think our communication was bad, but uh, I think there were, there were times that, you know, we lost most of our points off the wall, to be honest. I mean, if you guys think about where we really lost our points, it was off that back wall. We don't have that swinging back wall in Columbus. So it's a big disadvantage to Chris Dante and myself, to be honest. Um, We're not used to that. And, you know, we're used to a dead wall or let alone uh, a wall that if it comes back, it doesn't swing and come back. So that's, that's big up North. um, And we have to practice more of that.
0: What's your, uh, I'm interested. What's your honest opinion of that swinging back wall and back wall shots and, and kind of seeing how a lot of guys in Cleveland and Youngstown love playing off that back wall. I mean, it has to be foreign to you guys for sure, but, like, what's your honest opinion of it? I mean, I know when I was
3: uh, – when I was – when I've been playing Columbus for so long and then I go up there and then I start losing games because of back walls, I get frustrated because I go, this is not botchy. This is sometimes – I don't want to say luck because they're pretty accurate in what they're doing. Um, it just – it takes away that true game – like,
2: Oh, leaves it up to chance. Leaves yeah. it more chance, yeah. it's annoying because you want the skill to be more involved. And yeah. Plus, and if you're, hard. I mean, like three, uh, we don't have a court like the 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 ones in Youngstown in, here in Columbus. So like, we're playing out here on you know crusty seashells that are rolled and broomed. You know when we do play in league, but we don't have these nice indoor courts. And those all, all those guys know those. And not even as an excuse, a huge excuse, but they know the walls. You know, it takes us a second to get used
3: to the walls we never, you know, rolled on. Yeah, and I don't want to take away anyone's, you know, win, you know, from us from that. It's just, it's a disadvantage, and it sucks. Like we're already going in not ever playing on those courts. A lot of those people have played there. Just but to get better. I think that, that comes with experience. So you know, I think that's, everyone has to start somewhere, and this is the start of playing more on those and, and just getting yeah. as we do. Definitely, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, getting experience on the courts. For example, this one guy would always roll it in the same area. He'd go off the wall. It was the guy that was on your side, Dante and Anthony. And the Pauline would hit this little divot, and it would go down and roll and stop. And same with this first ball. It stops short, but it hits that little hill, and it goes right down and rolls another 12 inches right to the Pauline. And the other example is when I threw Pauline accidentally a little deep, and it was right on another ridge, A different ridge, and as soon as... I think Anthony might have been my... I mean, Anthony or Carmen, whoever it was at that time. um, Once it it hit that ridge, it it fell another, like, five feet. It's like, oh, my God. And the lady that we were going against, she knew exactly where to throw it. It was money every time. Also, the walls. Like, I'm not comfortable throwing on those walls. I've never thrown on those walls before. Like, every wall is different. The left wall will go and bounce. The right wall will be dead, and you don't, like... Without being able to practice, it's tough. And we did go down again. Not we're not. I know we're kind of making a bunch of excuses. It's more. These are facts. It's like (laughs) it's it's not an excuse as to why we lost. It's it's an excuse to saying we need to play in these tournaments more. That way we get to know the courts more because that's it. That's what Bocce is. I mean that's.
3: Yeah, I think it's observation of these are things that we have yet to do and until we do those then we can say yeah we just suck like we, we need to get through some
1: of these things first it's very close to and sim- it's very similar to putting if, if i've played on a golf course 10 times i know most likely know the greens I know how fast they are and know certain areas on the greens similar to bocce. you know you just you just need to do that and keep a mental note you can't just go out there and roll and not look at the ball and see where it's moving so
0: yeah, I think that was one of the reasons I was so frustrated at the end because I'm the only one who has played on those courts. I haven't played much there, but I just joined a mixed league there playing with uh, Dylan Palsy and Butch who beat us game two, and you saw mm-hmm. they, they were on f- fire. I mean, the two of their whole team, but the two of them were on just absolute fire like they'd been playing there forever. And I just couldn't get in the groove, which is frustrating when you do know the court. Um, of course, it's different from St. Anthony's and Pugentrano, which is where I normally play. It's much faster. But again, no, no excuse. You just we got to get better at adjusting the courts, adjusting the sidewall and backwall, but playing more. Once we play more there, play more anywhere, we'll figure out little tips, tricks. What we're good at, what we're not, and then go out and conquer it. Like when we went to, when I went to Columbus, you know, I'm used to a lot of botching sidewall shots, backwall shots, so it pulled me out of my comfort zone. I had to roll way more often than I normally would. Mm-hmm. So and rolling obviously is a huge part of the game, but um, I feel like that experience for me was similar is similar to the experience of you guys with the back wall in Youngstown. It's a good comparison, but Hey, yeah. I
2: I mean,
3: I think with this year coming up and knowing the tournaments that we're probably going to repeat now, there's going to be a lot more comfort going into a lot of these, right? Um, Like uh, I don't know if you saw, um, but the, uh, the Mulsani clubs having a two man tournament um, 24, 26, we played there. Right. That was like a whole new court oh. again, but now going back, I'm like, I know what I'm getting into. I know what I'm, I'm, I'm going to put myself through. And like, I remember those courts they are like ice. Right. Yeah. Now if we go back to Mount Carmel, we know what that's like. So that's, that's what's nice about this is you just got to keep, we just got to keep at it.
0: Yeah. That was, that was the first time I felt like a defenseless receiver playing bocce. I mean, they, those guys were on fire and obviously knew how to play well in that court. And we struggled. I mean, it was just, they came out guns ablaze and just destroyed us. It's they're nice courts though. They really are.
1: All right. Enough about Bocce.
3: I would like to make a comment. I was not frustrated at all. The whole game. Thank you very much.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Anthony did really well. He, he, he got a good grade on his report card.
3: (laughs) These masks. We, were really, re- we were these, really impressed. These um, masks really help cover emotions.
0: <laughs> Might wear one forever. I thought you were good too. For once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, Anthony's our little problem child out on the court. If if something goes wrong, his hands are up in the air. The game's over if it's two nothing. So we've been working Fear on. not,
2: and It's over. <laughs> so rap start the car warm it up i can never beat these
3: guys the last 3 games we've literally gone down 70 or more in the in the first of the, the games it's, yeah. it's crazy we're, we're a second half team yeah
0: and then we come back
3: we always we're all, it's always like 13-9 13-7 it's mm, like we yeah. just get up too many
0: yeah quick story uh, my first time playing with anthony lexington kentucky <laughs> i missed uh, we were warming up my first two balls in warm ups I missed two botches, and maybe I should take warmups a little more seriously. Especially, I was kind of maybe had a drink in hand, whatever. He looks at me. Come on, man, you gotta hit those. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like,
1: "What? Warmups? We're talking about warmups?" <laughs> yeah, that's Anthony. Hey, not a bad thing. <laughs> I can't do this myself, guys. Is another famous Anthony quote.
3: Yes. That is a very, that is a, uh, that's an Anthony. I need, I need a shirt like that. I can't do
1: this myself. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Maybe we'll make that. I know some guys that makes t-shirts. All right. What else? Anything else with the bocce tournaments?
3: Uh, yeah. We, we only have a couple coming up here. Yeah. Dante, what's the one? We got the one in Cleveland coming up, right? When's yeah.
0: One in here. Cleveland. Uh, I don't even know where it's at though. What location is that? So I, I've got them pulled up, uh, So real fast, though, since we were talking about Mount Carmel Society uh, over in Louisville, their um, 126th annual Mount Carmel Festival Tournament is July 14th to the 17th this year. They do plan on having it. It was canceled last year. Um, They have a bocce tournament there, but not just the bocce tournament, the festival, one of the best you can attend. So mark those dates down.
2: Oh, 100%. We're we're doing that. We, like, that's the... Yeah. I remember going to, as a kid, you know, around there, whether it's going to play... What's that game? Chocola? Some underage gambling.
1: Yeah, there was a bunch of... Yeah, you'd be... But, that's um, the best thing about Youngstown is you go to these festivals and you go in the gambling tent and you see a priest and a bartender at the same table gambling on poker <laughs> or whatever.
2: Sounds like the opening to an old school joke. So this priest and bartender <laughs> wife.
1: Sounds like the opening to a Godfather episode <laughs> yeah. or yeah.
0: movie. The opening to Mafia the Lowville festival.
2: <laughs> but all the, the that one it's just one singular court and they have like stands and it's I just remember it getting crowded. I'm sure it won't be like it was in the past due to COVID. Maybe it will, maybe you know, in July we'll be close to having our vaccines or whatever. Yeah. But it's I'm excited to play if we if we can make it uh, happen.
1: Well
3: okay, so we got the one, I think what, Feb fourteenth is the one in Cleveland, right? uh at the Slovenian national home. Yeah. So that one's hosted by those guys uh that
0: came down oh. and supported us. Uh that's the Cleveland Bocci club, right? Where we got those hats from. Yep.
3: Yep. Um and then did you sign up one for Rome? Is there one in Rome, New York, Carmen?
0: Uh there's there's one in Rome, New York, I it's March been so March, long. March eleventh
1: all right. All right. Listen, we don't need to talk about tournaments right now. Uh, we'll talk about it between us.
0: <laughs> all right. We got a lot of tournaments. That's let's all we well, let's well, talk we'll about the one, main.
1: Though, yeah, go ahead. Uh, the
0: 2021 uh, Maro Frate Memorial Bocce Tournament. That's in. Uh, that's at Club Molasani. So sign up <laughs> if you're listening.
1: When's that one?
3: That's the Feb 26, 27, 28. That's the two-man.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Anthony, trying to steal my two man partner. Oh, you're gonna put John? No, I'm just I'm just messing with you. E- even though John and I would be better than you and John. Anyways,
3: moving on. I'll play with you. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Yeah, cause play cause play each other and I'll you play. guys
1: all did so well. All this right, yeah. We <laughs> so, anyways, moving on. Let's talk about tournaments. Let's talk about our tournaments uh, that we want to start throwing. I think our first one's going to be here in Columbus. Is that right? Yeah. all right (laughs) so we haven't had it we don't have a date yet just because of covid and everything we want to wait and see uh, what's going on plus it's cold so there's really no rush for it but once we get it figured out it's either going to be i I think it should be at the columbus italian club just because more of our age group lives in this area carmen will make sure the date works for you because we obviously want you to come as well as as many you know youngstown people as possible but the goal, again, is to try and get the younger crowd involved. And by younger, we're going to try and follow the the Yobo tournament that Carmen throws in Youngstown. Uh, so we're looking at 40 and under, but we might change the world. We'll see. We just want to get as many people there that, um, that will just have fun and enjoy a, a nice tournament. This isn't anything that we're going to put on that, you know, has to be taken too seriously. And it, no offense to some of the, you know, professional bocce players out there but in order to grow the game and and make this fun we need guys and girls who um, won't be so intimidated to come to a tournament so the columbus italian club is located in columbus obviously it's in a town right next door called grandview and uh, we have a clubhouse there there's a big bar a big banquet area dante's actually in it right now currently at right now um so we'll probably post this little skit on our YouTube channel and social media. So uh, as you could see on the screen there, that's it. So we have three courts. They're outdoor. It's Grandview is a happening uh, town there. And, and again, it's a five to 10 minute drive to downtown Columbus. So I think that's going to be our first one, probably late spring. You guys agree with that?
2: Yeah, and you know, we, we could really take advantage of that around this area. Yeah, there's, you know, like you said, a lot of stuff happening. There's, you know, the diner next, two diners next door to us. And
1: I would Grandview love to Hawk. get with uh, Alex uh, over yeah. there at American Bocce slash Oddball Sports, see if they those some of those guys want to come, because um, I know we've talked to them, you know, a bunch of times about it.
2: You know what we can do also is get, have them, we can get the uh, Airbnb for them. Post up right here of the oh, Bocce yeah. courts in their backyard. Yeah, that'd be yeah. perfect.
1: So there's, um, there's an Airbnb that is connect, not connected. It's on the same lot, basically, as the Columbus Italian Club, and it's owned by a member. He actually owns several bars on campus here. Um, but it's nice to have that connection if we ever do have outside visitors. So keep that in yeah. mind so if, if you're listening.
2: If you're listening and need an Airbnb in Columbus, reach out to the Bocce Bros. Hook you up.
1: Yeah, but I could see us throwing a few this year. I know Cleveland's on our mind, obviously Youngstown, the Yobo tournaments. Use or, uh, is is it always on a Sunday? The last two years has it been on a Sunday? I mean,
0: uh, last year it was on a Saturday. We planned it when Ohio State and Youngstown State were out of town. Okay. Uh, this year, uh, MVR was actually booked every Saturday of October, so we just picked a Sunday.
1: Okay. So would love for that to be on a Saturday as well. Uh, obviously, you know, you're handling that, Carm, but if you need assistance, we're here. I just think that's a, of it's the best tournament I've been to yet. So. Nice. But yeah, keep an eye out for that, guys. We're going to continue with, you know, posting social content. We made the Bocce Balboa video. It's been a pretty big hit. You know, we were looking at being more creative. Dante and I have a few ideas up our sleeve. I know Anthony's, a short drive from us so i'm sure he'll be involved as well uh so we'll continue that uh what else guys t-shirts and sweatshirts apparel so with our apparel uh, we have some new ideas coming about as you go on our website the you'll be able to see we have you know your the the uh, city or town and uh, it'll say bocce underneath with the flag that's been a huge hit and, or, uh, Carmen just posted on Youngstown Bocce account showing how many orders are being shipped out. So it's it's still coming along. So if you want to get those shirts, please go on TheBocceBros.com and place your orders. If you ever want something in particular that's not on the website, feel free to DM us uh, on Instagram. Everything we're on is basically under The Bocce Bros. So um, I think that's it in regards to what we have coming about.
2: We got some new apparel coming out too. I know we're excited to uh, get rolled out here, um, in the near near future. So be on the lookout for that. I'm excited. They look really. What do the kids say now these days? What's a word? Frank. Dope.
3: Real dope. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm old.
1: Oh yeah, we're gonna start doing bocce throw uh, ball reviews. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so if you have a bocce toss you like and you want us to review it please go ahead and DM us the the video uh, again on Instagram it's the bros on Facebook same thing or even if you want to email it to us the at gmail.com So the first one I already have a few recorded some of these guys are going to participate as well uh, but if you want that you know that, that toss you got reviewed and you want some bros to rate them, let us know. Kind of fumbled there. Rose
0: to rate them. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Got a sick new podcast logo, at least in the works.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was messing around with that. It's been a minute since we've been playing around with our logo. But you know what made me feel better was this account posted all the logos Nike, Apple, Instagram, Facebook you know, all the ones that they've had and how different they've been over the years. So the the caption is basically, basically like who gives a shit about what it looks like just get to work. So that's basically what we're doing. Yeah. Um. What else, guys?
0: Let's talk about upcoming uh, podcasts, kind of what, what we plan to do in 2021.
1: Yeah. You want to lead off with that?
0: Sure. So we plan to uh, keep doing our podcasts. It's our first one of 2021. Uh, we're not sure yet if we'll do once a month, twice a month, or uh, if it'll just be random as things come up. Uh, but we have a few that we have in mind. So we have a nice little list going. We're going to start reaching out to people. But the Bocce Bellas, look out for the bocci Bellas on a podcast. They're from Cleveland, uh, we really hope to grow our Cleveland crowd. A lot of good Bocce teams, Bocce players there. Um, then we wanna we wanna bring in Dennis from Cleveland eventually. Uh, we'll probably wait. Who?
1: <laughs> yeah, you're cute too, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. am no, <laughs> now. I'm excited. Dennis, for who? Come on. We'll uh, we'll space out the Cleveland people, and then. Uh, we also want to get Dylan Palsy and hopefully his grandpa, uh, Butch. Yeah. Uh, Butch has been playing for probably over 50 years. Was that him
2: who played against me on my side?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, he, He's a hitter. And yeah, he, he was
2: upset. He was bad yeah. because, um, I don't know, was it his other grandson? Yeah, his grandson, I think. Yeah, his other grandson. Because
0: he missed one or uh, two in the previous game. Yep. That was funny and he rolled well but i play with him in the winter and it's fun it's fun i've learned a lot um it's a different experience you know playing with someone older who's been playing and uh i think that would, that would be an interesting podcast getting them on yeah um we also uh we wanted to get our, our mike robertson from gerard uh, he plays bocce out in gerard in the winter he reached out. He wants to come on, so shout out Mike Robertson. Eventually, uh, I'm I'm assuming you're listening. You've been telling me you are, so eventually we'll reach out to you. If he doesn't reach out about this, then we know he's not listening and he's not coming on. How about that? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if he comes up to me at the next bocce game, I'll be like, all right, you're on. <laughs> and then uh, we want to get guys like Joey Cassis who are in ownership he owns the mvr mahoning valley restaurant i bet you he has some stories the mvr oh, yeah. yep that'll be a good one and then even going uh global global bocce also the usbfvp so that's mm-hmm. united states bocce federation his name's uh joe Cordero. we've been in mm-hmm. contact and he's been a very interesting contact Yeah. Uh, just messaging on facebook so He'll have a lot for us to talk about. Um, oh my God, I'm sure Rafa and yeah. Boston Bocce, Global Bocce, and some fun facts too. I mean, I guess they came to Northeast Ohio back like ten years ago with a bunch of money from the USBF, and basically they wanted to build Rafa, which is a different type of bocce. It's, I think, it's similar to the courts you have at a Brucie club but they're synthetic, like it's that same, the same dimensions, they're synthetic. Yeah, and, same uh, dimensions. And... You score it differently, there's, I don't want to call them penalties, but like if you hit the ball you didn't mean to hit, they put it back, there's no slop shots, uh, so hopefully he could talk about that, but I guess in Northeast Ohio, they, uh, everyone turned it down. Probably too much of an investment, I'm not sure though,
1: so... But yeah, if you want to be on the pod, hit us up. If you have any connections that you think would help us out on the podcast, uh, you know, a lot of our networking has uh, provided us with, um, you know, great guests so far. You know, we had Julio Gambuto from um, Marco, Team Marco, excuse me, the Team Marco movie. Uh, We had Rodney Rinks, you know, Alex uh, from Oddball, as I mentioned earlier, so it's been great to meet some of these people, but as we grow, we obviously want to bring on as as many as possible so we're looking at doing at least uh two a month depending Let's get on Panico schedules. on here oh yeah John's definitely on the list i want to do uh that'll nice. be a good one for sure, and maybe even some of the other guys from the Italian club down
2: here and there's a um i forget and i'm I'm real upset with myself because i can't find the dm uh the instagram dm but i think it was a Jezwald. chris maybe you can remember she dm'd uh, reach out to us and um was she's from youngstown her grandfather i believe um and his teammates from youngstown went to the world series of bocce in either the late 70s or early 80s i want to say and they ended up winning it and she was uh i told her to she was telling me a little bit about the story but her grandfather no one in the team's no longer living unfortunately but um there it is. Yeah, there's the picture. We'll get we'll have the picture posted on the...
1: Yeah, we need to post that. that.
2: Yeah, we'll get t- take that taken care of. Carm, can you send that to me? Um, yeah. We're just talking. Um, but we're going to talk to her a little bit more. Uh, she's gathering more information just from her family about that because I, I want to hear about it. a team from Youngstown winning the World Series of
0: Bocce. I definitely have to hear that story. Um, yeah, I can't see yeah. that one. Yeah, very cool. So it, it says they played at the uh, Arco Club. So Rome, New York, World Series of Bocce Champs, 1975.
2: Okay, yeah. And they
0: they played at the uh, Arco Club, Joseph Jeswald. So the Arco Club, Mm -hmm. uh, that's a club I was trying to think of on one of our other podcasts, and I just couldn't think of the name. Um, It now has a different name, and they have two outdoor bocce courts, and I, I guess there's going to be potentially some investment in it this summer to get them going again. It's, I guess it's been a while since they've played on them. But uh, it used to be the Arco Club, and a lot of old school Italians around here played there. So, yeah, pretty cool.
2: Yeah, definitely. We have to go. I want to travel more, like New York and play some. We have to go to Boston. Boston. To Boston they have Carm,
0: what's the story of boston again ship us out to boston so <laughs> boston i'm i believe is actually the u.s headquarters for bocce and so in order to be able to get in to the actual uh, world series I, I don't know what they call it it has an italian name but it's in italy and basically you get sponsored to go play rafa in italy And uh, it has to go through Boston Bocce, Global Bocce, USBF, all of that. So uh, they also play the way we play. They have both styles of courts. So this summer they're having a tournament on our style of court. Uh They want us to come up and play and then in the off time teach us how to play Rafa on uh, synthetic. I definitely
2: want to
0: play some Rafa.
1: I heard the Little 100%. Italy in Boston's
0: awesome. Oh, I can't wait!
1: So I'm down for we that. We got
3: to go to Fenway. Yeah, I'm excited. Lineup's great. Can't I'm super excited for this year. Doing two. We hopefully we'll get our dads on one time. That'll be fun.
0: Talk to them. Yeah. Oh man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Call.
0: What about West Coast Bocce? We have any uh, anything on our radar? Maybe not even not this year, but. Uh, the Vegas tournament. Vegas, yeah. What's that? That's the
3: uh, one that's indoor. It's, uh, I think it's – you, you play three, but you're supposed to have four go, um, and it's a three-day tournament out there. So the guys from Lexington go uh, – I know Dennis and Croce's team went. They placed – first or second i can't remember if they won it or they play second wow i know they won
1: um, so a big tournament they
3: there. they won it yeah they uh they were talking about it. they said it's a blast
2: what material courts it was like carpet uh, didn't you say like almost car- like carpet
3: yeah carpet carpet nice. indoor in one of the convention centers somewhere
0: probably in uh the old downtown old yeah, vegas somewhere there
1: I know they won a Chicago one, I guess, is what I meant to say. It was a pretty big prize over there. I don't know about the Vegas one, but those guys always have pretty good success. Hopefully we'll be there soon. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, that's that's it. So 2020 was a good year. October, we started this thing. We have over 600 followers right now on IG, uh, several subscribers on YouTube. So please, if you're listening to this, Follow us on Instagram, YouTube. If you can rate and review us on iTunes, that would be awesome. Um, Five-star, if you can. Uh, We're just trying to grow this platform and do everything we can for the sport and for the community. So uh, 2021, we have a lot of things coming down the pipeline, as we explained. This podcast, again, was more to just explain kind of what we've, or this episode, more of what we've been doing recently and where where we plan to go with this. Um, So if you're listening and you want to connect, you want to team up, reach out to us, and we'll be more than happy to do so. We've basically have done that with yeah. everyone that's contacted us, so uh, it's been, yeah. Or even
3: topics you want us to talk about too. We'd love to hear. You know what you guys want to hear.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Continue to give us feedback. I mean, that's the only way we're we're going to get better. The only way we'll pivot if we ever have to. Uh, good feedback. Bad feedback all of it, you know, we want to hear it. We've been getting a lot of uh, good feedback on the sweatshirts and crews, or uh, hoodies and crews, but, you know, just constant feedback is always a good thing.
3: And like what Chris said, you know, we've also done a lot of custom stuff that would probably, we just don't flash as much, but we've done, you know, the kid stuff, we've done youth kid stuff, we've done t-shirts, we're starting to do some club stuff, so, you know, I think we're we're doing a lot, and so anything out there that, you know, you're seeing us do or want us to talk about, you know, just reach out, let us know.
1: Yeah. I mean, for example, one of our our good friends of ours, who actually just had a baby today, Chuck Malagisi. Congrats, Chuck. Um, Gotta see the baby. He's he's always sending us shirt ideas and one we're actually moving forward with and hopefully the other ones too, but one step at a time. So Anthony and I, while we were driving the Youngstown, about a two and a half hour drive, our baby boomer, Anthony, he was on Adobe trying to update this shirt. And I give him a lot of credit because he's been on Adobe. I don't know how much time this guy's been on this, you know, uh, software program making these shirts. So there were a few things he was stuck on. And as I'm driving and he's complaining, I literally just go on my phone into Google, type what he's looking for in, and I just hand him my phone and it was done in like two <laughs> seconds. So I'm going to help him I with that learn for sure.
3: things myself. <laughs>
1: But yeah, he was updating that. It's gonna be a pretty dope sweatshirt. I won't explain what it is until we release it. So Yeah, we have to big reveal for that one. Yeah. But I appreciate everyone. Do you guys have anything else? I wanted to keep this to around thirty minutes unless there's more for us let's, to do Let's uh
0: let's try and feature some of our custom sweatshirts. Um, you know, sometime in the near future on either the bocce bros page or the youngstown bocce. Bo- page however you guys want to do it
2: yeah
0: Yeah. um for instance uh real quick
2: before we end it julio from team marco director and writer team marco um got him staten island one he's repping it. sent us a picture looking good julio but uh yeah we could. you want it we can make it happen
1: yeah let's post that on the ig or let's get like a montage of people who have sent us selfies Yeah.
2: yeah
3: yeah that'll be good no i think i think the one thing chris um to answer your question Uh, You know, I just want to say thank you to all those people that have come up to us during tournaments or have reached out and, um, you know, just have said, hey, we love listening to you or, you know, hey, you know, think about this. Like, I think we feed off that energy and I think people have come to know who we are and I'm super excited around 2021 with us supporting all the tournaments or, you know, fundraising tournaments that are out there Uh, and let us know if you want us to cover one of those or highlight one of those also because, you know, people have been listening and they're tuned in and it's a good way just to get, you know, other things out there also that we can help uh spread and share awareness of.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yep. It has been really nice that people come up to us and talk about some of this stuff and and because if we ha- if we didn't get that, it'd be tough for us to probably move on, right? I mean, it's it's a sport that's uh kind of under the radar and if you didn't have people coming up to you saying, Hey, you guys are doing a great job. It'd be really tough to, to keep pushing. So just because we're getting some recognition, it's been very nice. I mean, within a couple of months, we were already on the news in Youngstown, which is awesome. You know, that was, that was huge for us. So
0: yeah, last week I was playing at St. Anthony's against, uh, PJ, you guys know PJ, uh, Micheletti. Mm-hmm. He's a, been a good customer, good supporter, good follower. But, uh, we were mm-hmm. we were in an intense match, and we had all kind of issues with measuring. And, you know, I'm an engineer. I love technology. I've been talking about this for years, but never done anything with it. But we started talking about, like, a a smarter way, a better way to measure on the bocce court. I mean, it's an issue you're always going to have. You have people with their hands shaking, people looking at it different angles, the whole nine yards, and he looked at me, and he was like, He's like, all jokes aside, he's like, you guys are the Bocce brothers. You guys are up and coming. Uh, you guys are the next generation of Bocce. He's like, look into it. Come up with something.
2: He's like, so, you guys are next. So Yeah, they're, uh, shout out to PJ, by the way. He's a good dude. I remember I thought he was from Youngstown. Um, so I was like, oh, glad to see some Youngstown guys here in the Cleveland tournament. And he, like, laughed. And then 10 minutes later, he came up and he was like, it's Newcastle, bitch.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got out to Dante for know. Shout out to
2: Dante, honestly, for, honestly, honestly um, out
3: to Dante but, for repping it, repping the shirt, the hoodie. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so, but there actually is a laser. Um, it's like you place it right over the ball, and I mean, there's still definitely another way that could be easier. But basically, it's uh, you like set it over the ball, and it laser measures to the Pauline. Or no, you put it on the Pauline. I'm sorry, it laser measures to the ball, but that could be inaccurate depending if you get it right over center of it.
0: Um, or not? Yeah, laser measurement—that's that's one way for sure.
3: Right. Yeah. Oh, I Alex. Alex. Yeah, Alex is working on something. I think, if I remember right, they, he said with the Raspberry Pi's that they they got something
0: cool coming down the pipeline. It looks sweet. Shout yeah. out to Alex.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. All cool. right, and with that, again, please follow us on social media. Rate and review us. Subs- uh, on yeah, subscribe. Excuse me. On iTunes. Again, we're on SoundCloud and Spotify as well. We appreciate you tuning in and we'll be back for now. Like the fellow once said, ain't that a kick in the head?